Okay, friends, welcome back to day three of the podcast party. Today we are talking about something a little more serious. Yesterday we did a deep dive into TikTok, super fun. Today we are talking about big girl stuff. We're going to put the business suit on. Today I want to talk to you about what I am calling the online business purge. By purge, what I mean is a shift in the online business market that I believe is going to result in the dissolution or disappearance of a lot of online businesses that currently exist or have existed in the last few years. Welcome to the Self-Made Mamas podcast, where we help you build a business that fills your bank account, frees up your schedule, and hands you back the power that too many women have to sacrifice when they become mothers. I'm Melissa Rogers, recovering supermom, corporate dropout, and CEO of a highly profitable online business that I built from scratch with a baby on my hip. I created this podcast to talk business and marketing, motherhood and marriage, health and healing, building wealth, and breaking cycles. So if you're ready for all of that, let's get to it. First of all, let's talk about why. Obviously, as we all know, we are just coming out the other side or starting to alleviate from uh, a global pandemic. So that has undoubtedly had an effect not just on everybody's mental health and routines and things like that, but also on people's buying behavior, on people's finances, and on people's perspective on their lives. There's so many factors that we have not even begun to realize yet that have come out of this and come out of the extended lockdowns and quarantines that we experienced across most of North America. There's so many things that come out of the pandemic, but that's sort of the first piece of this. The next piece of this is that we are technically already in a recession. We are in the second consecutive quarter of a market downturn, which is technically a recession, but Economic experts um, across North America are currently predicting that we will be fully into a recession in the summer. Now, there are obviously some people that are naysayers who disagree with that, and nobody can truly predict. But right now, all of the historical economic indicators are suggesting that we are headed right into a recession and possibly a very bad one. One of the factors that goes into a recession is inflation. And obviously for most of us lay people, inflation just means shit's getting more expensive. When we look at that in the context of being a business owner and particularly being an online business owner, where a lot of what we do is more extraneous, is more luxury, it's non-essential, right? People tightening their belts and adjusting their spending and their lifestyles to account for inflation does have an effect on us. It has an effect on every small business, but especially those that do not offer essential or like day-to-day things, and especially those who sell things at more high-end price points. When people feel flush with money, you're going to sell more of something that is $1,000, $2,000, $500. And when they don't, you're probably going to sell more of things that are $2 and $5 and things like that. People are probably not going to stop hitting the drive through for their coffee, but they may be canceling subscriptions that are unnecessary. So just by dint of having inflation, 
in the market right now, we are going to see a downturn in overall spending. So we have these kind of two factors coming together. And then we also have specific to the online business market, we have reached sort of peak saturation and peak skepticism in the market. What I mean by that is that the online business market has matured. I came into this space full time about five years ago. And that was really the heyday of this space. When I first started freelancing, that was when normal people were just starting to get into this idea of offering online courses and digital products and things like that. There have always been some people doing it a bit earlier than that. If you think about somebody like Amy Porterfield, like her business has existed for a long time. Marie Forleo, her business has existed for a long time. But for the average online business owner, people that may have built their businesses on Instagram, like we were talking about in day one of the podcast party, that was kind of the heyday of getting into this space. There was very low barriers to entry. The market was not saturated yet. And we hadn't been doing it long enough to really have developed industry standards either. And there have been attempts, there have been several business owners who have attempted to transition from online business owner or course creator or coach or whatever it is to sort of online business regulator. Most of them have not been successful in doing so. So the the industry has been largely unregulated. And as a result, it has become very, very saturated, and the consumer base has become increasingly skeptical. When we look at that, in addition to the outfall from the pandemic, in addition to our current economic conditions, which do suggest that we are headed into a recession, some really doom and gloomers on TikTok are also suggesting that it may even be a depression, which is not great to think about. But When we look at all those factors together, I think what we are going to see is a tough couple of years for online business. And I am not telling you that to scare you or discourage you because chances are, if you are listening to this podcast and you are someone who has a skills-based business and maybe you have transitioned fully into digital products or consulting or something like that, but most of the people that come into my world are legitimately skilled individuals. And so if you are one of those people you are bringing legitimate value to market. You are honing and developing and selling actual skills that benefit people. Then I don't want you to panic. If you are someone who sells fluff, who has built a business off of automated funnel marketing with very little substance behind your products, you might want to be a bit worried because I don't think that those businesses are going to do very well over the next couple of years because I don't think that just good enough is good enough anymore. I think that what we are going to see is that the businesses who are capable of excellence, the businesses that are capable of bringing something exceptional to market are going to be the businesses that rise above over the next couple of years and weather whatever storm is coming and come out on top during the upswing at the other end. When I talk about an upswing at the other end, I think it's important to put context to the people that have successful online businesses today. When you think about your successful seven, eight, nine figure online business owners today, most of those people started their businesses in the upswing after the dot-com crash in the 2000s. Most of them did not have online businesses prior to that. And obviously there wasn't a ton going on online before then, like social media wasn't really a thing. I think I got Facebook in 2007 
And that was obviously the first, well, I think I had MySpace and Nexopia and things like that. But I got Facebook in 2007. And I think that was back when somebody still had to like verify that you attended the school that you went to because it was just for students at the time. It feels like a lifetime ago. So much has changed in the online world since then. When that started to happen, when social networks started to really take off, that is sort of the upswing in which a lot of the really big online business owners that we see today really got their footing and built the foundations of the businesses that they now have, which are worth, in some cases, hundreds of millions of dollars. When I'm telling you this, when I'm talking about this online business purge, if you are someone that is running a high value business, bringing a quality product or service to market, I don't want you to take this and feel panic or worry over it. I want you to feel empowered by this information and I want you to think about how you are going to keep your strategy skills sharp and how you are going to continue to go above and beyond and bring excellence to market so that you are still here at the end of whatever is coming in the next few years. Because I think the people that are still here then that have done all this groundwork and weathered this storm, come through the pandemic, come through this pending recession, those are the people that are going to then see a massive payoff in the inevitable upswing. Again, I don't want you to feel scared about it. I'm telling you this because I think it's important to be prepared. And I think as a business owner, you can you know, never have enough foresight. And obviously we have to act in the now. We can't just constantly be preparing for the future. But whenever I talk about this, my husband tells me this Wayne Gretzky quote, where he says, skate to where the puck is going to be, not to where the puck is. And I always think about it when I talk about business things like this, when I talk about strategy. I think being mindful of the economic conditions that we are all headed into is skating to where the puck is going to be. And I think it's really important that we do that. So if you are an online business owner and you're like, no, I have a good product. I have a good service. I want to keep doing this. I'm not ready to pack it in. I'm not ready to let Instagram problems fold my business. I am not ready to let a market full of fluffy people with no skills ruin my business. I know that's a little bit harsh, but let's be honest, it has gotten out of hand. And if you don't want to fold, if this is what you want to do, if the impact that you want to have on this earth is happening via your business and you feel strongly about it and you are like ready to dig in and and keep going, then this is what we're going to do, okay? So the very first thing we're going to do is revisit the impact that we want to have. So I just mentioned that because it is so crucial to kind of weathering a storm and to making sure that you come out strong after a a rough patch. It is very possible that the next couple of years are going to be rough in the online business space. And again, I'm not saying that to scare you. I'm saying that to empower you. So if the next few years are going to be rough, we need to make sure that we are extremely attached to our why, that we are intimately close with the reason that we want to do this, the reason that we want to have this specific business. There are a million ways to make money. Money is obviously a driving factor in a business. It's like the measure of success in a business, but but money isn't necessarily a why. What money does for you, money is a tool. What money can do for you could certainly be a why, and there's no shame in that. If you are in, in your business and doing what you're doing because 
you want to provide financially for your family, like same girl, there's no shame in that. But I think you do need to have a greater purpose than that in order to be able to stay anchored while still being dynamic and still being able to pivot and withstand all the different things that may come your way. I want you to really think really carefully about what it is that your business is doing here on the planet. What are you doing here? Why is your business what it is? What do you want to do for people? What difference do you want to make? I know for me, over the last six months, I've really, really been thinking hard about this because I think that my why has evolved over the years. And you know, the older I get, the more I kind of come back into my sort of like spicy feminist teenage <laughs> self. And for me, over the last couple of years, I have watched women leave the workforce in droves. Millions and millions of women across North America have left the workforce. Millions and millions and millions of women have not gone back to work. Women are being financially disempowered by the way that we still expect them to do absolutely fucking everything, by the way that we expect them to hand over their power, their financial autonomy, as soon as they become parents. And I don't know why we still expect that in North America, but we do. It's not obviously across the board. There are exceptions and there are people that are thriving and have not experienced this. But I personally believe deep in every fiber of my being that having the option of self-employment is an issue of female autonomy, especially for mothers. Because once you have a child, having the option to make a livable income and beyond to build wealth on your own schedule, on your own terms, obviously it's not ideal to just work at nap time and in the evening. That's not a good time for anybody when you have little kids. But if that's the only option you have and you can successfully do that to pay your bills, to create a savings account, to invest money for your future, to buy real estate, whatever it is, that is important. And the more I think about my business and the more I think about my brand, that's what I'm here to do. And that's why the society exists. That's why I'm so passionate about teaching this. Yes, I like to make money. I, I come from basically working class poor. I don't have any generational wealth in my family. It's me. I am the first one to start building it. So that is important to me. It is important to me to make money. But at this point, I could very easily walk into a six-figure tech job. So why do I want to do this? Why do I want to be responsible for it solely by myself and run this brand and do all the social media marketing and all of this stuff? Why do I want that when I could generate a very comfortable income in another way? And the answer is because I want to do this for women. I want this option for moms. I want mothers to know that if they have ever had a job or ever had an education or ever had any marketable experience that there is very likely a way that we can turn that into successful self-employment for them. And once they know how to do that, once they have leveraged those skills, leveraged that knowledge, and they know how to make money on their own terms without an employer, that is freedom. That is autonomy. That is taking back the power that society is still fucking taking from us when we have kids. And that's why I'm here. That's my why. And as you can tell by my gratuitous F-bombs, I feel very strongly about that. If you are a skilled service provider or aspiring digital product boss, listen up. The Self-Made Mama Society is open for enrollment and we've got a spot with your name on it. 
The Society is unlike any other program on the market. It's designed specifically for busy moms and caregivers, and it is the most accessible and hands-on business coaching program on the internet. We believe in delivering incredible value at amazing price points, and that's why this program is designed to give you all the attention you need to succeed at your specific stage of business and season of life. We are here to help you every step of the way in your online business journey, from getting started with your first few clients, to attracting an audience of perfect customers, to launching profitable passive products. The Society gives you clear action steps and hands-on support at every turn. We know there is no one-size-fits-all in online business, so in addition to comprehensive curriculum, you'll have access to weekly group coaching calls, weekly done-with-you marketing calls. Yes, that means we are working with you on your social content, your copy, your offers, all of it, and daily support in the members-only Facebook group, plus a one-on-one session with me to make sure that you and your business are getting the attention you need to succeed. Head to theselfmademama.com for more information or shoot us a DM on Instagram to chat about your business and see if this is your next best step. So for me, I'm not going to pause my business. I'm not going to take a break. I'm not going to fold it. And thankfully, I don't need to because it's still doing very well. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make sure that I adapt to whatever changes come in the future. And I'm going to keep serving in the way that I'm serving and continue to make what I'm doing more and more excellent so that it continues to get better and better results for the people that I am doing it for. Because I think it's important. And I think it's a gap in our society, in our market. I do not want women who feel financially vulnerable joining MLM companies and being taken advantage of because they are trying desperately to claw back a little bit of financial autonomy after having kids. That enrages me. I want to teach them how to be self-sufficient. I want to teach them how to be self-made. That's what this brand is about. And I am incredibly passionate about that. I really hate the word passionate. I think it's very overused, but that's my why. And I want you to sit and think long and hard about what your why is, because your why is not what you think of at first. It's not, oh, I want more time with my kids. Of course you do. It's not, oh, I want to make money. Of course you do. It has to be bigger than that if you want to withstand rough patches and dips and troubles. Think really, really hard about that. The next thing that I want you to do is I want you to look at your monthly cash flow in your business because what we are seeing in clients and what I'm seeing in acquaintances and friends throughout the online business world is a very clear dip in revenue over the last few months. Since about March of this year, most people's revenue has either dipped hard or tapered off completely, right? That is because people are starting to panic about economic conditions because the media is currently reporting tons of stuff about recession and stuff like that. Even if we're not going into a recession, people are going to behave like they're in a recession because the news is telling them that we're going into a recession. So you have to think about that as well. What are people's behavior? What are they doing? We are seeing across the board pretty much a dip in sales with a couple of exceptions, but not many. We are seeing a lot of product-based businesses go into administration or dissolve because they expanded to accommodate the giant demand that was generated at the beginning of the pandemic. And that demand has tapered off and they're no longer profitable. We're seeing online business owners who have previously positioned themselves as 
super successful experts who have complete lifestyle freedom closing their businesses because they're too burned out from trying to maintain revenue, from trying to create profit. We are seeing this everywhere. If it hasn't happened to you yet, I hope it doesn't. But what I want you to do is take a look at the cash flow that you currently have coming through your business every month. I want you to look at your business expenses and see what is actually serving you out of the expenses that you have. I did this for my business and for our personal budget. I went through and I just deleted a bunch of subscriptions, silly little things. I'm not cutting anything out that we love and use. I'm not about that scarcity life, but I'm just going through and making sure that our money is going where we want it to. And that it's not going to things that are not serving us. So I turned out I had two or three different business subscriptions that I wasn't even using. So I just did a check-in. I just went through and I checked all my cards, checked my business account, checked my PayPal, made sure that there was nothing that I didn't know about or want. And there was just a couple of things because I do this fairly regularly, but it's still worth doing. It's still worth making sure that you don't have any leaks. And then I want you to think about what your current rate of growth is in your business. How many more sales are you making month after month or are your sales declining? Really start to think about a long-term strategy because there is a chance that this is not just a short dip. So what are you gonna do if this dip in sales lasts for longer than two or three months? Everybody goes through rough patches in their business. Some businesses are more seasonal than others. I have one client and every single year, we've been working together for years, every single year, In January and in June, her business dips significantly. And every January and June, she has a panic attack. And then we remember that it happened last year and it's fine. Some businesses are like that. But I want you to think because it's important, again, skate to where the puck is going to be. What would you do if this dip lasted for the rest of the year? What would you do if this dip lasted into next year? What could you do? If you have to make those sales, how are you going to make them? What are you going to do? These are the things that we need to start thinking about if we want to be successful online business owners still a few years from now, right? We need to think about what do we do when market conditions are not favorable? How do we do business when it is not the heyday of online business and digital marketing? That's something to think about as well. The last thing that I want to leave you with before we wrap up this episode is if you want to be successful long-term and you want to weather whatever ups and downs external forces bring to your business, your offers are more important than ever. Whether you have one offer, whether you have 10 offers, I mean, I don't typically recommend having 10 offers, but whatever you are offering, it is more important than ever that it is excellent. So I want you to take a really brutally honest look at what you are currently selling and ask yourself, is this as good as it can be? Is this the best thing I could possibly offer? And it doesn't mean that you have to go and add a shit ton of value and like not up your prices because of economic conditions. If you need to up your prices, go right ahead. If you need to change the way that you are structuring your offer and pricing your offer in order to make it the best thing that it could possibly be, ideally the best on the market catering to that person, then do it. Make the changes that you need to make so that you know that what you are bringing to market is absolutely exceptional. If you have made it this far into this podcast, I'm guessing you are fully capable of that. So I want to make sure that that's what I leave you with here, that you know that you can absolutely withstand whatever is coming in the next few years. You've already passed the pandemic stress test, if you're listening to this. 
You have everything you need inside of you in your brain to get through this and to thrive and to come out stronger on the other side. All you have to do is make sure that you are prioritizing value, prioritizing excellence, and making sure that you are feeling in control of your business. So patching up any little leaks, spending money where it's important to you and where it actually serves your goals and your revenue. That example of the product-based businesses, right? We don't want to overextend ourselves if we're going to see an extended period of low sales, for example. So for us, we're keeping things really lean, really light, wherever we need to invest money in order to make their business run smoother or better or to bring more excellence to our clients. We're absolutely going to do that, but we're not frivolously spending money. So figure out what it is that is of priority to you in your business. Maybe it's that you need support. Maybe you really need a VA. Maybe it is that you don't know what your next steps are and you really need coaching or consulting. Maybe it is that you just really suck at graphic design and you have a bunch of stuff you need to to get done and you need to outsource that. Figure out what your priorities are for your business expenses and invest accordingly. Just be mindful that you're not frivolously spending on anything and everything and putting yourself in a position where you're then going to feel scarce and feel tight and strapped which will then impact the decisions that you make about how you are going to keep growing your business or maintaining your business over the next couple of years. This is all about being mindful, being proactive, and settling back into that confidence that you are bringing something great to market, that you are a skilled person, that you are absolutely capable of pushing through this, and that you are not going to be one of the businesses that disappears into cyberspace during the online business purge. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, we want to hear from you. Make sure you hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review to let us know what you think. And make sure to share your favorite episodes with your friends or followers and tag me so we can connect on social. 